Welcome back. It is Mindful Personal Training, another week, and we get a chance to have a conversation because that's what we do. Thank you so much. It is Dr. C and hanging out with the Mindful Personal Training crew and Mindful Personal Training tribe. I think that's what we'll try to be cool with with the titles. But uh, once again, giving a good shout out to the people in Dallas, Texas, the Lone Star State. Big state, big hearts, big soul, big minds, big everything. And we are very appreciative of all those who do download the podcast in Big D. So Dallas, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very humbled again. I I will constantly be humbled because you can have a podcast with any other person or any other subject and you choose to download and listen to just little old me. Anyway, this week we wanted to kind of touch upon something that we chase, but at the same time, we never talk about. Can you think about it? Think about exactly something that you're chasing internally, but you see a lot externally and you see it everywhere. You're chasing it. I'm not talking about money and I'm not talking about a particular person that you're chasing or an idea, but uh, everybody has it to some degree and some have a lot. And some have barely anything. But in terms of being physically fit and in terms of being a person who wants to be in total shape, it all comes down to this one simple word. The word that we're chasing or the idea that we're chasing is self-image. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. And it affects everyone. It affects me. It affects you. It affects your spouses wife or the husband, your spouse says, whoever that may be for you. It affects our kids. It affects our leaders. It affects a person on the street. We are so, I guess, for the lack of a better term, maybe we are so self-conscious based in a self-image world, but not realizing that we chase it all the time, but we don't know what we are chasing. So this week, let's break it down about self-image in terms of your body and how you see yourself. What do you see and how confident really are you? And the last one for your self-image, who gives you your self-image? So let's talk about the first one. What do you see? Now, what I see uh, is totally different, of course, than what you will see. And what I see maybe. uh, The first thing that comes to mind for me is all the physical pain and trauma that I've gone through personally and all the training that I've done and all the things that are physically active in my life since I've been physically active, whether it's in a competition basis or whether it was in recreational basis. So those are the things that I think about for my self-image. And as I'm older now and I take a look at what I've done in the past, the self-image in some regard to some degree is stuck there. Now, if that's you, and I would gather that most of you fall into this category that at one point in time, that we were the best of the best. And we were so much in shape and active and everything was running on all cylinders and everything was great. And our body had the look to show for it. And so that self-image sticks in your head. Now, that's a higher self-esteem and self-image. And That is something to have a great relationship with, but not live there because some of that stuff's in the past. Am I guilty of that? Absolutely. You are too. I mean, we're all in the same boat, right? But 
what if your self-image of yourself is low and there are no successes physically to talk about in your inner dialogue? There's nothing that you can say or do to change the fact that you have never been uh, maybe in shape and everybody's story is different. So how do we deal with that? How, we, how do we deal with that self-image? How do we deal with those that maybe have minimal references or have no references at all? Yeah, we can talk about self-image and how successful people were in the past and there is a inkling to get back there. And, and I think generally for those in the audience and for those that tune in for the podcast, you guys are trying to figure out yourself like everybody else. Your self-image, what do you see? I mean, do you see a physically successful person or do you feel that the failures actually start building what your self-image looks like internally in your mind's eye? What is it? Everybody has to have the failure to have a reference point of why their self-image is so low. Am I going to say you're okay and everything's going to be all right? I don't know. I mean, we're just having a conversation and I'd like to be as honest as possible because I don't know. I mean, I can't sit with all of you at one time and go, yeah, we're all going to be okay because I don't know. If we accept the fact that we don't know if we're going to be okay, then maybe that's a starting point for our self-image because what do you see? Is it okay if you have never been in shape? Sure, because that's not something to be ashamed of. However, are you basing your entire self-image on the physical losses that you've had? Gaining weight up and down, yo-yo dieting, starting this type of regimen, then quitting a couple weeks down the line, not having a very high pain threshold, and thereby not attending any of your group classes or weight training or seeing your trainer or going out for a quick run because it was too painful. What do you see in that self-image? Because the image now is replaced by those episodes of failure. And sooner or later, you're going to take a look at your self-image and realize that it is nothing but a series of failures. But like we talk about in Mindful Personal Training, the failures, we thrive on that. I love it. I love to fail. Because it tests me to see how far I can fall and how fast I can pick myself up. I know it's cliche. But I try to look at my self-image in terms of where I am in my life, what I've done. And I've been, I've done a lot of things. If I could sit down and explain it all, I mean, that's self-serving. I'm not going to do that. But the things that I've done, I can say I'm pretty proud of that. I really am. As an older athlete, I mean, you know, in my 40s, looking at everybody that's in their 40s, in my comparable age group for some of the things that we do, we look way different even now today, as I'm recording this podcast, looking around, it gives me a sense of pride of, you know, I, I do have a great self-image of myself. Now, it is not a, not to be confused maybe with self-confidence, but the image of what you have in your mind of what you look like, how you can handle the physical trials of training and exercise and staying on task. Because I've done it so long, the image is molded by all these experiences that I've had. Now, going back to the experiences that you may have that are failures, maybe that you've tried and you've fallen down and, and maybe you've fallen down way down deep and gained more weight than you thought. But those failures, they cannot be allowed to build your self-image 
Because once you start doing that, then now you're building that self-esteem to such a low point where it's now not a positive building going up. It's going right into the ground. It's negative. Your self-image and how you see yourself has to be taken with a grain of accountability and start with that. Neither negative or positive. It's the accountability of understanding where you come from and maybe the humble beginnings of you trying to pick yourself right back up after the latest fad diet that you wanted to try. But your self-image cannot be defined by all the negative failures and successes you've had in the past and thinking that you will never amount to anything physically. I disagree. Whatever you can see right now, wouldn't it be true if you had a series of negative effects or negative circumstances? Wouldn't it be true if you had a series of positive circumstances and now your self-image may change? Now, some of the tools of making the self-image change is, of course, working out hard enough to where you start to see physical results. Now, this is where patience comes in. Looking at patients, sports, athletes, just everybody under the sun making those physical changes, their self-image changes. But it does take time. And you can't be overly critical of yourself. And you have to see what I see. My eye is a, a more keen eye than you that I can see a little bit more definition. Maybe not as deep as you'd like or pronounced as you'd like, but... I see things a little bit differently. I can see that the jawline's getting a little bit tighter for the men. I can see that the women's triceps are getting a little bit leaner and there's some definition there on the outer head. I can see those things. And I can see them because I am from the outside looking in. So the self-image that you see for yourself right now, you have to take an out-of-body experience and step outside of yourself and going, okay, what is my self-image now? Not what you did in the past. That's the failure that some people make is that they look backwards. Even the ones that are overweight now as they're older and they had great success before, now they're like, oh, well, you know, I've got a dad bod. I think that's an excuse. I think media has put that on people that have a hard time losing their training or don't have the time. And that's a whole nother story. But adding that the dad bod is something that you're supposed to have. No, it's not. You're supposed to be healthy, right? We can all agree to that. But at a certain age, are we supposed to have the dad bod? Because No. That is something that is spreading like wildfire because it's giving you a reason and excuse to look the way you do. I can get on a soapbox and say, having a dad bod means that you're a great dad. And the correlations are there and people you know, would rather spend time with their kids and, and have a great family life rather than spending an hour at the gym. Well, why are you just going to the gym around the time that you're having family time? Family time can happen anytime. Your gym time and your training time has to be scheduled, so schedule around that. Using those types of, I guess, time management tools, it takes practice. You're not going to get it overnight. But from whatever you see for your self-image, use the now and then accept the now Ask yourself, what can you do to change it? But if you're living in the past, and whether it's positive or negative, that's not the now. You're just reminiscing, which leads to our second one. You know, how confident are you? 
Are you confident enough to come back from the abyss after you've gained weight, having a career, having some kids, and now you're ready to get back into it? Are you confident enough to walk into a facility and work out? Are you confident enough to ask for help? It takes confidence to ask for a real professional exercise physiologist and professional trainer and coach to help you. That takes confidence. Do you have enough confidence to not care what people think when you're trying to get in shape? Do you have enough confidence to go ahead and get out there even when you know that's a long mile to jog? How confident can you be right now? Now, a lot of you will say, well, I'm not confident. That goes inside of what I see with my self-image. And I would turn around and argue this point. Your confidence can be built on your current self-image, positive or negative, because you're trying to do something to change the self-image now. Be present. What are you trying to change now? Your confidence will stem from that because you start to realize and take accountability. It's like a domino effect. These are all tools that you have that to varying degrees you have to use. So with your self-image now, the confident thing that you can build on is taking that step to sign up for the membership, taking that step to ask for professional help, taking that step to not have an ego and thinking that you can do what you did in the past. You absolutely cannot. But once you take these steps, the small little confidence bug starts biting and then you start to see stuff. In turn, changing your self-image. Well, you look at that. Look at the combination and relationship there, huh? Your confidence, of course, generally will change your self-image. That's easy. It doesn't take rocket science or a degree to figure that out. But there's other ways to grow that confidence. Get help. Get the training you need. Get the education you need. You can self-educate in the right way. You know, go into the research journals. You can subscribe. Anybody can get a research journal. And a lot of it you can get online. Now, some of the jargon may be technical and some of it may be a little bit more over your head. But there are tons of journals out there like the Journal of Strength and Conditioning, which is just a phenomenal journal. It's more sports specific, but it's a fun read. I mean, for me anyway, don't get caught up in the self-image that you see out there in the marketing. And then you see 30 second blogs and little blurb video things just popping up and going, oh my gosh, they look that good because they were doing battle ropes for 30 seconds. No, man, that's just a part of the bigger picture. Your confidence will start to grow as long as you accept that you may need help, as long as you accept that, yes, my self-image now needs to change. You have to have a meeting of the minds with yourself. In Mindful Personal Training, we have always been proponents of accountability, especially of the self, which is you. Don't blame anybody else for your problems. Don't be, blame anybody else for your scheduling conflicts. Do not even blame your family. This is on you. It's always been on you. It's always for you or against you. But it's about you. And then finally, you want to take a look at who gives you your self-image. Who gives me my self-image? It's me. It sounds redundant, but let's open up a can of worms. Some of you get your self-image 
from how many likes you get from a particular picture you will post in maybe a swimsuit or at the gym. That's how you get your self-image because you get the confidence from positive words from your friends and family and how many likes and they love this and they emoji that. And while I'm here to tell you, honestly, if we're just having a conversation and we're friends, right? Because that's what we've been trying to be, I guess, since we've started the podcast. You guys are trying to use that external validation to give you the self-image that you think that you're doing the right thing. If you're at the gym posting pictures, then you're not working. You're more concerned about taking out that smartphone and taking a picture and posting and then going back and seeing how popular you are. Last time I checked, we already graduated from high school. Stop. Put the camera down. Work hard, work hard, work hard. Because some of you guys, and if you're offended, that's on you because I'm not in, you're in control of your own emotions. Some of you guys don't look that good enough to post that. And I'm not saying to make you feel bad and not contradict what I said earlier. But what you have to do is do the grind work, man. Do the grind work. You'll look a whole lot better 20 pounds down than 2 pounds. So don't post something that isn't your goal. Don't try and chase the popularity So you can get self-image points for yourself because you're checking your phone and seeing how many people liked your picture. Get to work. Do your plyo squats. Superset. Get on on the plyo push-ups, man. Run as fast as you can for 30 seconds on the treadmill. Do the work because your picture will look a whole lot better than taking one because you're back at the gym and you're back at it. Now, if this is describing you, That's on you. But I tell you that only to let you know that your self-image has to be cultivated in the now and how confident you can be and not relying on anybody to get your self-image. Because now you have an inside look onto how people see you, but in reality, you haven't even lost weight In reality, you haven't sculpted the body that you wanted to in your mind's eye. So why seek approval for that? Do the work. Your self-image will be there. And how you see yourself is just as important as how you work to get the body that you're looking for. But it doesn't come from anybody liking something. And it doesn't come from you reliving the past, either living in it, Or trying to think that you can do the same thing you did that made you lose weight in the first place. Take a look in the now and find out and fix that. Live in the present. Be mindful of the things that you can do now. Your self-image will come. 